Welcome to this new Pulse Life. I'm Amy Reinhardt. Emily and Rebecca King are inseparable sisters and friends who grew up on a small family farm, Royal Acres, in Middletown, New York. They have countless memories of their dad always working no matter the day, pausing only to come inside to get something to drink. When Emily was 13 and Rebecca was 18, their dad suffered a massive heart attack and altered their lives forever. The family has persisted through all the bumps in the road, but recently their dad underwent open-heart surgery and unearthed a wound they thought had healed. Seeking comfort from others outside of the family proved difficult for the sisters. The two were confused and hurt when those they had the most faith in to console them caused them to feel distant and abandoned. I guess because of the fact that dad got sick when I was 13, and it was, those are like the awful years of like puberty and, and like growing adolescence. So it's, it was difficult at times when after he recovered from his massive heart attack, like when I would get frustrated with him and be mad with him because at the same time, whenever that would happen, I would feel incredibly guilty and I'd be mad at myself thinking like, you don't know what's going to happen to dad. Like dad could, dad could die like at any moment. And I know like we all can die at any moment, but when you have a sick parent and you see like them like in the hospital with a bunch of tubes in them, it reshapes the way you think about life and just your relationship with them with your parent it has to and it does dad had a heart attack when i was a senior in high school and when that first happened it was um it was very like intense and it there were doctors saying they didn't know if he was going to survive and that they were going to put him on the heart transplant list and they talked about doing this left ventricle assist device, which I'll just like call a heart pump um, back then. But then my dad, you know, he got better. And like as dad got better um, and he started exercising more and, you know, eating healthy things, um, you know, all of a sudden it seemed like he was fine and he was just like my normal dad again and that there was no more discussion of putting him on the heart transplant list and especially not this heart pump. So, um, you know, things went back to normal. There's been some bumps along the ways, like he's been in the hospital here or there, but it was always just for, you know, his heart went into an irregular rhythm. So he just, you know, he had to go back in and they would shock him. Um, and you know, true. It did become like part of like, just like the routine. It seemed like dad, like, um, would like, maybe not be feeling that well then like you his mood would change and then like you'd realize he went into like irregular like rhythm and then like he'd go to the hospital and get shocked right and then he'd be home and then he would be fine his heart would be fine and then he would be fine and you know our our dad's a farmer and um he'd be outside he'd be picking vegetables he'd be riding on the tractor and everything nothing seemed wrong um, and then this past, the end of October, um, he, like, kept going into his irregular rhythm more often, and then, um, and then, like, I knew something was wrong when I, like, came home one weekend from school, and I was talking to my mom, and she was, um, she just seemed, like, panicky, like, there was panic in her eyes when we were talking about my dad and how his most recent visit to the doctor and how he had 
an appointment with a heart failure doctor and I just kept saying, well, everything's going to be fine, right? Like, nothing's wrong. He's, look at him. He's walking around. He's not, like, gasping for breath. So, but when I saw my mom, like, the panic in her eyes. And our mom's a, she's a nurse, but she also works in critical care. So. Yeah, and she knows how bad things can be and like, the worst case scenario. So, I guess when I saw that, I got, like... I started to, like, get very nervous when I saw my mom get nervous about my dad and say how things aren't good and that something is wrong. Dad went to the doctors. The doctor said to him that my dad needed to go to the hospital that day and that my dad needed a heart transplant. It was just, like, the worst nightmare that, like, we thought we had, like, escaped and, like, that it wasn't going to happen and, you know, all those times of me thinking it's fine and me allowing myself to get really mad at my dad or maybe not talk to him, like, you know, as frequently as, like, I would want to um, and say, like, oh, well, there's school, there's other stuff, um, you know. All of that all of a sudden just, like, smacked me in the face. Like, all of a sudden, this guy who's my dad who's strong and who goes out and works outside every single day and has, like, the roughest hands of anyone I know all of a sudden is now, like, in the hospital, and they're saying his heart isn't, like, functioning. I'm guilty myself of whenever my dad would get sick, I would become really remorseful of all the times that I would get upset with him or we would fight and argue. But then, like, when my dad would come home, it would be, like, a waiting period of, like, when, when like, it would just become, like, like, normal again. And with that came arguing. And then, like, during the winter, asked me to help him with something and like work with him and I don't even know maybe like in those moments when I get like angry and not want to go and like split firewood with him like that was like the signaling point that like okay things were back to normal like it doesn't have to be like we're all very tense or like emotional thinking like worrying about my dad like that behavior us maybe like getting to an argument like told me that like my dad's okay that like constantly worrying and being afraid for him that's like the abnormal but these past four weeks it seems like that's all that's been on my mind when I started telling my friends I felt alone because you're at law school and law school can be like this place where everyone's just like focusing on their work focusing on everything they have to do especially this time of year finals are coming up but then all of a sudden I go to like reach out to these people that I've been friends with and like they don't know how to respond and suddenly and like I someone would ask me you know oh how's your dad doing because they knew he was in the hospital and I told one girl like they have to put this pump in you know everything I have just said and the girl started like backing away from me like my friend she was like oh my god like oh my god I don't know what to say like I, I, I just don't know and like started like panicking as if like I don't I don't know like as if I was like trapping her and I was like no no it's okay like I don't expect you to say anything to fix it I was like it's just nice that you asked and then she has not I mean it's been you know well over a week since my dad has had his surgery and she has not um said anything since then no I would just say that it is extremely like in these times it's disappointing and it hurts a lot when like people you would think 
like your close friends would be there for you and like would know what to say don't and I even know just I have like my best friends and I would have thought like since we were older compared to when like stuff like this would happen in the past that they would be better know how to cope with it and everything and be be there for me yeah but they're not and that hurts like I tell my one friend like he was able to like stand up and walk for place for two and a half minutes that's out of 24 hours in a day and her response is like oh that's great and like kind of like just like disregarding and it's like yeah and like moving on or changing the subject like in these moments like you should be there for me and like let me be mad or like not immediately have to like rush to like oh but he's gonna be fine and because in that moment like you're disregarding my feelings and yeah like and I'm hurt and I'm vulnerable and I'm scared you know when you're stressed out and everyone has stress in their life so I think that this is something that you know everyone is gonna have to deal with at some point in their life and maybe it's because we all are just you know oh we're millennials we're like on our phones so much and we don't do phone you know face-to-face conversations so much anymore I don't know if that has something to do with it or maybe if it's just this has been a phenomenon and as old as time Mm -hmm. that people are just uncomfortable when other people are sad and don't know how to react but it's something that is gonna come up time and time again throughout your life and I think it's important that people you know recognize Mm -hmm. how to actually be helpful yeah and to be like empathetic yeah like it seems like that should just be something that comes with like human nature but um these times kind of prove that like it's not found that quality is not found in everyone no um and i think it's a time like this that in life you realize the things that are really important mm -hmm. and the things that are really worth worrying about and then also the people that are really your friends and who will be there when push comes to shove and when Mm -hmm. things aren't the greatest.